to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part of the team loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, it's Luke Bly, aka Master Bly Walker himself. How are you my friend? Oi oi, Savaloi. Happy uh, not day. May the 4th Star Wars day, but you know, who cares? Who cares, mate, boy? <laughs> it's, it's another week. As far as I'm concerned, it's Star Wars month. May is Star Wars month. Um, I am dandy, mate. How on earth are you, mate, boy? I'm good. Every day is Star Wars day. I'm very well. I'm <laughs> feeling much better this week as opposed to last week. Um, just received a notification on my phone that at KFC, they've launched table service again. So we can now order to our table, which means we can have a KFC, my friend, suit at some point. That aside, though, I'm doing, I'm doing OK. I'm looking forward to chatting more Star Wars again for another week with you, my friend. But first, I need to know how you are. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all in all, mate. I am very, very, very dandy. I'm just excited Good. to talk Star Wars. It's just yes. one of those things. Whether it's mental at the moment, but I think that's the case in a lot of Europe at the moment, or even America, I think. They've been saying, like, the weather's really crazy at the moment. Like, I swear we had four seasons today. Today we did. I got caught in one of them, and you can probably guess which one that was. The, the Camino season. Camino season, right. Yep. So I was, I, was out, I was out photographing a lot today, so... It was very Tatooine at one point, and then yep. it was Camino a bit later, oh. and then there, I don't know. Uh, it was a little bit of Kef beer in between, yeah. and then a bit of Endor, then back to Tatooine. Oh mate, it was absolute it was, filth! It absolute was filth. I needed, I needed a lot of these. Oh, oh yes. What have you got, my friend? <laughs> what was that? That was my really prolonged opening of a can. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the way yeah. I thought this is not going to go the way I think. <laughs> this is not going to go the way you think. Um, no, right. Okay. Do you know what? Something a bit yeah. mental today. It's not alcoholic. I know. Well, now I feel awful. I know. No, don't feel awful, mate. I'm usually the one who's like, yeah, I'm having a lager or something. And you're like, oh, I'm having a cup of tea. Or that's it. <laughs> usually we get it, we get it on pretty on brand, don't we? But, um, right. Today I've actually got a Mirinda orange oh yeah you know marinda they sell yeah. them a lot like chicken shops and that it's nice that yeah. stuff is it's good it's good crack i like when it, what marinda about you? rhythm starts to play <laughs> when marinda orange gets in my mouth um <laughs> dance um yeah i've got a blue moon can <laughs> oh classic oh, are, no you getting, are you putting any orange in that uh no i haven't got any orange today uh, i should have uh, done i've gone i've gone billy basic today but it still tastes basic. okay I like it, mate. I like it. We're here for it. We're here for it. And like with a lot of other things I'm here for, um, I'm really here for Fridays because of Bad Batch. Yeah. How'd you like that segue? Mate, you are the king of segways now, my friend. I'm a segway machine. 
Yeah, I'm, they call me segue, Hot Wheels. Senor. They, they call me Hot Wheels. I'm such a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got, I got nothing on that other than the Bad Batch recap. Every Friday <laughs> drops on Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. Man, no, well, full spoilers for our thoughts. Bad Batch is really doing, is killing it in a minute. It's, it is very good. Surprisingly. Um, I'm honestly, I'm really enjoying it, but I'm not going to say any more, any more now. Go listen to our Bad Batch recap after you've listened to this spicy show. Yeah, our last one, episode three, covering replacements, was a fabulous episode. It dropped last week. Go check it out. It's half an hour, as uh, as they all are pretty much now. Uh, and we also wanted to announce uh, our local boys, huh? Nerdbase, probably the greatest geek shop in the galaxy. And I say that with no sarcasm and irony, it probably is. Uh, the host, the hosting a Star Wars weekend on July the third and fourth, twenty twenty one. Head on down to Nerdbase. They're going to have special guests from the films. They're going to have cosplayers. They've also got the best array of geek toys, not just Star Wars, it's pop culture yeah. in general. This Some side of Coruscant, and yeah, two days of pure nerdiness. We're going to be there. We're going to be covering it uh, alongside our friends over at Nerdbase. Um, check check them out online nerdbase uk on instagram yeah. and just check out what they've got but if you're if you happen to be in the area or in england or you want to come on over from another country july the third and fourth nerdbase star wars weekend be there and be square like us yeah it's south essex so if you if you're like within an hour of south essex this is definitely worth a visit because i'll be honest there are some big geek stores. I'm looking at the ones up London, yeah, and they, they are fantastic. They're very cool. We all know them. Um, I'll level with you. Not a scratch on Nerdbase. Not a scratch on Nerdbase. I, I just think Nerdbase has a, a better a diversity of, of, of toys, old toys too, retro stuff. And that's a genuine opinion. It's not, we're not sponsored by Nerdbase. We genuinely no, we're believe not, this. We're not getting, no, we're not getting paid for this or anything. I just really believe in their business. You know, yeah. We should be supporting these smaller businesses, right? So, yeah. yeah, man, come and meet us too. If you fancy just oh, grabbing yeah. a beer with us, there's a pub literally next door. <laughs> and yeah. you, you can bet your bottom, bottom dollar we're going to be there. Uh, having a cheeky pint <laughs> afterwards that's isn't it. that right matty boy the uh, there's the we'll, we'll go to the no, we'll go to nerd base for a couple of minutes and then pub 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 yeah because it's literally it. one two three four five pubs around the around the area so july the third and fourth yeah come along meet us go buy some cool stuff from nerd base check go um speak to the guys and girls who are in the films who are going to turn up take pictures of the cosplayers it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll be there and we hope to see a lot of you there. If you need any more information, drop us a DM or just give Nerdbase UK a call or a DM as well. But um, with that lovely little bit, bit of news out of the way, I can also hear the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi in the background, which we know only means one thing, mate. Yes, it means it is the Galactic News Round. <laughs> The dates for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim are moving up from the 18th to the 21st of August 2022 to May 26th to the 29th 2022. Tickets for the previous dates are still valid. Ewan McGregor has said he got to play a very special scene on May the 4th with someone very special in his life whilst also explaining that he's never shared the screen with the mystery individual before and that they're not necessarily related to him. 
This is Guy Henry, known for playing Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. For this week, we thought we'd dip our toe into a very controversial subject, my friend. Uh, we are talking about the separatists or the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Now, we wanted to know, you know, were they really the bad guys? Did they was, was everything that they were peddling really that bad, or was it just the higher ups? Because the idea of the separatists, the separatists, uh, being evil, was born from the fact that Palpatine and the Sith manipulated their want for good, and they were used in their the overall chess game that Palpatine was playing to rid the galaxy of the Jedi and claim the galaxy for himself. Side note, that worked quite well. But we we wanted to really sort of dive into the ideology a bit now. I think were the separatists at heart really that bad um and lukey boy we've, we've done this for other factions like the jedi and the empire themselves and we thought the separatist was the kind of next logical step to look at look at definitely like the the, the the kind of reason for this show was we were we were watching bad batch right and this has kind of been on our agenda for a while um and we were watching Bad Batch and we thought, hang on, like, you know, the Republic has quickly turned into the bad guys here, you know, and um, you've got to ask yourself, well, you know, were they the good guys from the beginning? Um, and and they, that kind of begs the question, well, were the Separatists in the end, were they, were they right? We're not talking about the Sith, we're talking about the Separatists. Exactly. Um, if right. And so this, this kind of leads into a whole another discussion and we're going to be looking at some of the stuff in the prequels maybe some animated stuff too clone wars mm-hmm. um but man i'm really excited for this because it all starts with uh everybody's favorite line or, or introduction into a star wars film uh turmoil has engulfed the galactic republic the taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems is in dispute. What, mate? What? No, but honestly, Did they have trade federation, sabers? trade trade feds, isn't it, mate? That's it, the old TF, mate. I remember reading that TF. as a lad thinking, <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but it sounds good. Um, <laughs> and now as a 30-something-year-old chap, I, uh, as we've said many times on the previous 114 episodes, we dig the... Um, the political side of Star Wars when it's done well, but even when yeah. it's not, the you know the idea is generally pretty good, and the idea of the separatists is great. I think you know having this opposing faction of secession who from the from the Republic, we 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 assume the Republic were good and the separatists were bad, but yeah, that opening line, you know, taxation, the trade federation, what does it all mean? And of course, the Phantom Menace going forward. It makes us believe that the separatists are bad. And like Luke said, yes, mm. Palpatine, as we know, was the puppeteer behind everything. Bad fellow. Dooku, Gunray, Grievous, bad people, very bad people in it for their own interests. But the separatists now, the actual, uh, the confederacy, as they call themselves, the CIS, the C-I-S, which is going to get confusing with the Sith. What all they wanted was... They just wanted independence over their own systems. They didn't. They believed that the Republic had become corrupt. They were right in saying that. They believed that the Republic favoured the core worlds and neglected the, the mid-rim and the outer rim. We've seen plenty of evidence of that happening. 
They wanted to basically mm. uh, promote the idea that, look, you know, you, it's, yeah, having a galactic rule is great, but it's such a diverse galaxy. Everybody has their own customs and differences. And how do you kind of pigeonhole everyone into the same corner? They wanted to have their own, uh, they wanted their own ways to be governed by people in the know, i.e. themselves. That does also come with some problems. I'm sure we'll mention those as well. But fundamentally, I don't think the idea of the separatists, the the pure idea of the separatists, I don't think it's a bad thing, my friend, because there's nothing to say that the separatists couldn't have coexisted with the Republic. I think the Republic, as we we know, weren't having any of that. But only in an ideal galaxy, there's nothing to say that the two couldn't have worked together. No, that's so true. That is so true because, you know, if there was that, uh, you know, taste for independence or, you know, like a separate system in, in a certain part of the, the galaxy, then mm-hmm. why not let them have a vote on it? Yep. You know, like, I don't know. Does that seem like the worst thing in the world? But the Republic just wasn't up for that, were they? You know, the right. Republic were kind of painting everyone with the same brush and and this is what i think uh clone wars did so well is that it actually painted the picture slightly larger it gave us maybe a wee bit more perspective on why people were fighting for a separatist uh cause um and you know as we see in the clone wars the separatists have their own parliament they have their own government yeah and i'm telling you i think i mentioned this back in the day in an early podcast uh, of ours, early show of ours, that the the separatist parliament is even kind of modelled quite clearly off yeah. of the House of Commons, the British <laughs> House of Commons it's, in, it's, in it's, Westminster. It's the, the colour scheme and everything, the layout. It's green, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's that's the that's that's Westminster. Definitely yep. it's like Westminster. Um, but no, and and as we know from from that show, there were there were there were genuine people who just so happened to believe in a, a different cause um, or in, you know, self-governance or, you know, whatever, um, that, that were fighting for that. And you can kind of get it in Star Wars. You kind of get it, especially when, I'll tell you something, Mayboy, the Separatists use droids to fight for them. Mm-hmm. You could argue there is almost an ethical <laughs> argument there. Do you know what I mean? Like... Go on. Compared you, to the I Republic using I, clones, right? It just yeah. seems maybe that that's a bit uh, better. Like morally, that seems just a bit better. If you're going, if you're going to I say guarantee it. bloodshed, <laughs> then I guess if you can have them to be well, as non-sentient as possible, well, sentient, but as non-human as possible, I suppose it's it's the lesser of two evils. I guess you could say. Yeah. I suppose so. But obviously, again, the caveat to that is that Clone Wars and indeed the prequel trilogy uh, shows us that the droids weren't always uh, nice to citizens or to planets they were occupying. Mm, Um, But that is because of their commanders. That is because of who was controlling them. And I'm sure there's an argument in there that there were, you know, um, nice commanders, nice generals. And, um, it's very interesting. You can, uh, you can totally get it where it gets really spicy. Matty boy is that a lot of these people a lot of the, the, the Confederates or the separatists, they 
they weren't aware of the whole Sith thing. No. They didn't know. None of the none of the separatists did. Grievous didn't know who Dooku's master was. He didn't know anything about the Sith, even up to that level. But especially the people at the bottom, they had no idea. Yeah. And that kind of, I don't know, that, that kind of tells you that these people, this movement was taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, it was almost hijacked. You know, I think that would be reasonable to say. Yeah. No, no, yeah. you're right, mate. It was. It it, it really was. Because the Clone Wars episode you mentioned is Heroes on Both Sides. It's uh, episode 10 of season three. Check it out. Very good episode. Uh, you've got uh, mm. Mina Bonteri's Padme's mentor. She's a separatist. And Padme's obviously a senator for the Republic. They, It's a very good episode. I've got a lot of notes on it. But it, it long and short of it, they meet up together to try and broker a peace deal. And and the the parallels and the dichotomy through this episode is so obvious. You've got the Senate, the Senate, Galactic Senate, Senate. This, this big lush building with these floating pods and uh, and senators arguing with each other. And we know that is corrupt because you've got the, you've got gun rain, people like that within there who are acting within their own self interest. And then you move across to the separatist parliament. Which, like Luke said, it seems very quaint in uh, in comparison. It's very much like the House of Commons uh, over here in the United Kingdom. It's people discussing things and people yeah. debating rather than shouting at each other. And it, just as a visual, like look, look how big and grandiose and bombastic the Senate had allowed itself to become. Whereas yeah. the separatists kept things low key. It wasn't about their image. It was about getting their getting their um, arguments across or getting things put through to the vote, which is in fact what they did and what they believed in that episode was going to happen. But yeah, the people at the top, i.e. Dooku and that, had no intention of brokering for peace. And you can totally argue that because the, the, I mean, the separatists might not be necessarily the good guys, but (laughs) it seems like the Republic isn't either. When we take away Jedi versus Sith, when we take away all of that, the, the Republic doesn't seem to work. It does seem corrupt. It does seem like the, it just doesn't function. And we have, yeah. you know, as we know, characters like Padme, you know, who are good people. They are they are good aligned, right? Yeah. They believe in justice. They they can even see that the the Republic. Okay, it doesn't. It 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 has a lot of faults, and it needs to change. Yeah. Yep. And you could probably understand why, why a separatist would go, well, yeah, it does. And I don't think we can change it. So I think we need kind of almost like the, the freedom to leave it and say, no, thanks. Yep. Right. So <clears throat> yeah, it's really interesting, man. It's really, really interesting, but the whole Jedi and sifting does play into it because yep. as we know from one of our previous episodes, the Jedi were probably in their what Jedi? They were in their <laughs> worst state. I couldn't resist it, mate. Um, they were in their worst state during the prequel era. They allowed, like Luke Skywalker said in the, in the Last Jedi, you know, they allowed Darth Sidious to rise up, and yeah, they did. They did. Um, and you could. There's probably another argument to that that's along the lines of, well, the Republic was probably in the worst space ever. Yep. You know, and it's kind of the, all of these comforts and all of these uh, faults led to war. They led to the rise of the Empire and the Sith. And it's so interesting watching the Bad Batch now, you know, seeing how many people 
that line we got last week, Matty Boy, from that from that soldier yeah. saying, you know, a warm bed, roof over my head, food. That's more than a republic ever did for me. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the attitude of a, probably a lot of people in the galaxy. Yeah, and the High Republic are doing a great job of painting uh, the Republic and its prime, like the Jedi as well. It's showing them at their peak. You know, the Republic is respected around the galaxy, apart from by the Nile and the pirates, obviously. Uh, the Jedi are in their pomp, and that serves as a wonderful precursor to what happens later on down the line when we get to the prequels and the beginning of the Clone Wars to see just how far they fall the republic has fallen and with it the jedi council with them as well um and you're you're spot on with everything you've just said uh i'm looking at what the why the separatists did want to secede and it was like you said right at the top taxation excessive taxation the republic themselves uh wouldn't grant them legitimacy which therefore created tensions you know they'd have people like pirates would suddenly join a separatist alliance uh, gangs in the unknown regions were starting to support them and give them uh, give them weapons and armament, you know, because they saw that their efforts for legitimacy were being, you know, the Republic weren't, they, they didn't want anyone to challenge their authority. Uh, and so the Republic had already, had already gone rotten. And we mentioned Padme a few times, and I think she's probably like the best character to mention here, because by the end of Revenge of the Sith, Padme says, she says, what if the democracy we thought we were serving no longer exists and the Republic has become the very evil we've been fighting to destroy? So, you know, Padme, who's been against the separatists the whole time, or at least they fought the war that they've brought, yeah. by the end of Revenge of the Sith is thinking, hold on, you know, we've been fighting for the Republic this whole time and it, I think they might be as bad or if not worse than the evil that we're trying to trying to, yeah. de- to destroy. So that, and that's Padme, you know, the most optimistic senator there is or especially when it comes to republic but yeah she's pro republic she yeah, is by the end of the film man she's republic. she realizes that old and republic isn't what i thought it was and that's again that's not necessarily a boon to say oh yeah the see the separatists would have been better but it is an interesting way of thinking well you know is she saying the republic is as bad as the separatists or that the separatists weren't as bad as she thought in comparison yeah. it's it's really, really in- interesting how how this works and how this whole argument comes about. Because you could even look at it like, you know, were the separatist council who were the, you know, they were the that Dooku, the Techno Union Trade Federation, the banking clan. Were they any better than the, the Techno, techno Union? Were they any better than the Jedi Council in the sense that, you know, they were only acting in their own self-interest? That we know the Jedi were. And maybe that's a step. Maybe they were far worse than the Jedi Council, but both were um, corrupted. Both were yeah. looking, for, looking for themselves like, by the end of a Sith, like Waste, Waste Window and... And Monday, you were like, well, if Palpatine doesn't step aside, we'll have to lop his head off and take control ourselves. You know, nothing, it's not exactly great, was it? And, no. Um, and, and Amando and- showed as well that the Separatists weren't great as well. You know, the, the battle right. droids coming in and <laughs> trying to um, blowing up Din's parents. So war, and this sounds really silly, war aside, a war which the Separatists were fought or pushed into, but also manipulated into, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of arguments made for the CIS and there's a, the Confederacy of Independent Systems who started this whole thing. You know, this 
these thousands of star star systems who just wanted to govern themselves, they themselves, I don't think, are that bad. Yeah. And I think because we're watching these films, we're watching this universe unfold, you know, we have the benefit of hindsight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, what, yeah. what happened when Palpatine said, we're reorganizing the Republic um, and we're going to be the Empire? Thunderous what, applause. Right. Right. The, the majority of people in that Senate that were elected to, to supposedly uh, um, represent their, their planets and yep. their, their regions, you know, they were all like, oh, great, let's do it. Yeah, this sounds They're good. They're all on board. This sounds good. <laughs> Hang on. What? They love so, it, don't they? Again, that implies it was only a small minority of people that went, oh, I don't know. You know, and there's that deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith, and you see like the early seeds of the rebellion, which is they kept that in. Yeah, me too, because you've got Bail Organa, Mon Mothma, um, Padme. You've got all of these people, and that's oh, that's a nice little, that's a nice little seed. You know, it's great, but, isn't it? It also helps Leia's characters know that her mother really was mm, behind. She started this exactly, exactly. Now that room is not full of people. Nope. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make here. That room is not full of people. How mm-hmm. big is that Senate? It, I mean, there's got to be oh. thousands of people in there, right? There's tens of thousands of pods. You think how right. many star systems need to be represented? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, these people are all like, yeah, come on then. And it's not necessarily because they they don't believe politically in in like whatever ideology because of the clone wars mm-hmm. it's not because of that they're all they're all looking at this and they're all thinking all oh, profit opportunity yeah. opportunity for me to do this and that and you know it's it really is it really is tragic but it goes to show how genius the underlying story of the prequel trilogy and kind of therefore the whole skywalker saga is that this this menace just rose up and in, in, into power and, and took advantage of a weak state, took advantage of, of weak minds and completely exploited it to become the emperor, the emperor man, of I love the, the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I am, <laughs> I am so desperate to watch Revenge of the Sith and I've <laughs> held off. I have held off. Why have I held off, Matty boy? Commentary. Commentary. Yeah, we're going to be doing a commentary at some point. Now we soon, can actually by the meet up. Of it. <laughs> it, I, I want to watch it. Be, and Ren does as well. It's got to be soon. I've mm. not seen that. I've not actually seen that in a while. I've seen the, the I've seen the other two prequels more. I think we're going to do a prequel watch along soon, aren't we? As well. I think we so, are. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. Phantom Menace. I think, I think it was. So it. yeah, stay tuned, patrons. Oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, May. I really feel sorry for the uh, for the, for the separatists a little bit. Uh, well, no, I don't. I feel sorry for the genuine people who wanted to bring change, but at the end of the day, they weren't part of it. They weren't part of this plan. Their efforts weren't worth anything because, like, that it was all the Sith, wasn't it? It was the yeah. Sith. That's the ultimately Sith. the Sith. That's ultimately what it was. Well, it was the the most detectable parts of the separatists, the most the ones who you see the most, were the most nefarious of the lot. Obviously, the, the battle droids who are programmed for war, uh, Dooku, uh, Nut Gunray, of course, we know Palpatine as well, but Grievous, 
Yeah, they were the, they, the 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 faces of the separatists were the worst part of them. As the Clone Wars did such a great job of showing, you you, you kind of peel away the layers, and it, it, it's just people wanting to have a bit more governance over their own lives. That's it. It's saying that you know it. You, you guys over there are ruling in the core worlds. It doesn't come out this far, and it doesn't benefit. It benefits you guys. Doesn't benefit us. Why can't we have? Well if not control, at least more say over how things are run out here. But mm. the Republic, uh, they they declared the the fact that they wanted secession, they declared it as illegal. So they were like, no, this is illegal, the fact that you want to break free without any kind of real vote. When when they did have a, when they did get the vote for peace, Dooku and that Grievous blew up, um, blew something up on Coruscant and took out all the power. So yeah. they were getting, so the, when the, when the actual uh, the the political heads got together and spoke about it, things things were going to get done. But it's the people at the top who we knew were being controlled by Palpatine. As soon as they as soon as they get wind, it's over. It's a great moment in that episode, Heroes on Both Sides, where Padme goes back to Coruscant. Mm. She's in Palpatine's lair in his boudoir, and she's saying, "You know, I've got I I know for a fact the separatists are going to vote for peace." We're going to get negotiations. We're going to end the war. And the camera just sort of, it closes in on pa- Palpatine's face. And he's like, ah, you know, this is a cult. This is a, this is a stick in my plan, which I didn't expect. And now I've got to, I've got to get round this now. He's not pleased mm. by the fact that, well, hold on. I, I, but there can't be peace for my plan to work. It's really interesting how that, how they use that as well. That, that is a frame <laughs> device for this whole thing. There's so much do good you, stuff in that episode, man. Do you know what? All, all of this talk does remind me a little bit of this meme about um, <laughs> how <laughs> I can't ever love it. I, I'm going to try and find it, I think. But it's this meme of when uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin and Palpy, Papa Palps, are on the like half a uh, star cruiser flying back down onto Coruscant. Yeah. And there's like a screenshot they've t- they've just frozen frozen um the, the film and, t- and taken the image and it's palpatine's face is kind of like his teeth is showing and he's like oh no oh, it's yeah. like the, and the text is the moment you realize you 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 like create you artificially design like a whole war a galactic war just to seize power but you might just die uh <laughs> like crashing a ship back onto some idiot pilot in a sharp like, ship and it is like, oh wow, that's far fetched, isn't it? That is yeah. so ridiculously far fetched. Um, yeah, any like, other um, ship would have blown to pieces in atmosphere, but that that half a ship was just fine to land. You could call it the force, I suppose. Ship. Yeah, yeah. we're still yeah. flying half a ship. You could say that Palpatine was using the force to make sure it didn't blow up and whatever. I'll take, I'll accept it. But can you imagine if that happened? If it's like ah, and the ship blew up, he's like, okay, well yeah. that's the end of the war then. Yeah, exactly. Or the separatists exactly. win because Grievous takes power. Well, that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. Grievous would oh, I'm leader. <laughs> and, I don't know. What, and and that's, he's just going to be hunting lightsabers for like the next 20 years. That's, that's, he'd have a fine collection by then, wouldn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's, oh, a very fine collection. A really fine chop, collection. Chop Ahsoka's head off. She's going to have it. a pint over a red. That's it. They can kill, um, what's that one called that they kill eight times in the prequels? Um, oh, it'll come to me in a minute, but, um, oh, somebody out there shout it <laughs> to me in the comments. Um, did one, I found one, this meme, by the way. 
Oh, you found it. <laughs> I was going to say, send it over, but people can't hear, can they? It went, when your grand plan that you've committed your life to is almost completed, but it might all go to waste if they can't land this ship. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realise it's and Annie it's just, and Opie flying the it's, ship. It's literally Papa Babs just like looking to the right side, and he just looks nervous and like, oh no, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not, we might have done, uh, we might have gone a bit I too I planned far. for this all my life. Land yeah. the ship. Um, Shaq T was the Jedi I was thinking of. That's, oh, um, Shaq T. Yeah, Grievous would have killed. sliced her up three or four more times. Um, uh, yeah, I, That's the one I, where they kill. There's like three deleted scenes where she gets yes. killed. Yes. Right? Uh, there's three deleted scenes. And I think the one that's eventually canon was, I think it was in the Clone Wars when they showed a vision of Anakin, but killing her from behind as she was meditating. I think that's the canon one because it was shown in a animated series. So, Right. Not a deleted scene. So, but no, I love how the separatists have managed to <laughs> continue on. To be meant, they, they were in the Mandalorian. They were in that Rebels episode, which, on the base of it, seems like a really weird thing that an entire episode of Rebels was just, you know, the the last clones fighting the last droids. But it was great, and how easily they were swayed. I think um, Ezra says something like to the droid commander, "says your en- your enemy was the Republic." The Republic is now the Empire. They go, you can fight for us. Join us. Don't fight us. Fight the Empire. Fight those guys. Fight the Stormtroopers. And it worked. Um, Cassian says, I've been, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Uh, he, his parents were separatists. And a lot of the separatist holdouts kind of were absorbed into the rebellion. A lot were also you know, taken in by the Empire. But a lot of the separatists um, are still fighting join the rebel alliance like cassian and i'm sure we'll probably see others in andor uh, potentially as well but i find that interesting that you know separatists were still in the rebel alliance bringing down the empire even even though they didn't see it through to the end cassian helped get the plans and helped set the whole thing going so i I like how they star star wars does that sometimes where it'll bring something into play and then never use it again. Probably like the Sith Eternal, but the yeah. separatists they're brought in, but they're not forgotten about it. They wasn't, ju- it wasn't just old. Oh, remember that, that faction from the first three films. We'll talk about them. They, they continue. They've got a, they, they've got a legacy. They're spreading out. And I like that. I like they haven't been forgotten about, man. I'm so glad you mentioned earlier about like the peace talks and stuff, you know, you know, because it, it, it does go to show the, the, that, that there were definitely some good intentions of the separatists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there were there were definitely and it took for Papa Palps to get back in there and mix things up and, <laughs> because the, the peace talks would imply that there's always going to be some movement maybe some recognition or you know definitely just change in general but Papa mm-hmm. Palps was like uh no that's nope. not going to happen uh so oh, it's so interesting mate it's so so interesting uh, Bonteri herself sorry there mate Mina no, Bonteri herself who Padme speaks to she says you know, the separatists also, they, we want to find a way to end the war. You'd, you'd be amazed how many people think the same as you from our side. They're just undecided on how to go about doing it. So there was the, there was the want and need for change within the separatist ranks. Sorry, the Confederacy of Independent Systems ranks. It was yeah. just the people at the top, man. Yeah, exactly. Now, now here's, here's a question. Was, was Papa Palp's, um intentions all along uh were they to re reorganize the republic as the empire Mm -hmm. 
or was he actually waiting to see who was who was kind of winning and who was the dominant side in the Clone Wars? That's a good shout because if the because, Separatists had won, yeah, then would you have just taken over them? Right. Well, he right. already had taken over them. Would you have just shown himself as their leader? I think his plan was to wipe out. But I think it literally was to wipe out both sides. Have them basically throw everything they've got at each other, the Separatists and the Republic, until they're down to their bare bones. As soon as Grievous was gone, that's that's pretty much it gone. Then Dooku was gone. Do you remember the, the look on Dooku's face first. says it all? Yeah, true. true. When, when Anakin's got the two sabers and Palps is like, do it, kill him. And, he's like, and that's when he realised, I've been played the whole time. And yeah. we've all been played the whole time. And Gr- Grievous is gone. That's it. The higher the, the separatist leadership is dead. All of the separatist counts has been sent to Mustafar, so Darth Vader can go ham on them. Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> execute Order sixty six. The Jedi are gone. There are no separatists to, to, to. There's no separatist leadership or army to fight his empire. There's no Republic to fight his empire. He's got carte blanche over the whole galaxy, man. So true. So true. Good point. And I that's think- what I think. Even, yeah, because the first orders given to a Darth Vader was to go out and just wipe out the Separatist <laughs> Council. You wipe know? Uh, what, I wanted peace and yeah. security. <laughs> what did he say? Something like that. Like, peace, <laughs> justice. Yeah, we were like, uh, he didn't say sheaf. You know, we were promised peace and something, and then he just gets sliced across the chest. Yeah, he gets a drink over his head. That's it. We, he have, gets absolutely weed he is. Yeah, that's have it. Have some of that. I I love the political scope that the prequels bring to the Star Wars. It is such an asset to Star Wars, you know, and the whole story yeah. in general. Even what you mentioned, you know, it adds layers of complexity with with the Mandalorian, you know, including the droids in that, making them say, because, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Like these big super battle droids just about to kill a kid. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I love that even, I think it's mentioned somewhere that even Mon Mothma, she didn't want to make like a, a, a full on, um, re- re- government, uh, for the rebellion or, or just really a, a, like a republic government in exile. She didn't want that because, um, it, it would almost echo the separatist movement. Good and show. that people might might be unsure on that and whatnot. And I was like, that's so interesting. And sure, that is kind of written in. That's the nature of, of of prequels in general. But it makes a lot of sense because they were kind of leaning toward a political system or or, or maybe a council in Rogue One. And what do yeah. they do? It wasn't official, really, they but it was, it was still... It was still a debate, and that kind of thing happens on any level, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you go into like a a, a board a, a, of a business, that's kind of how it looks, and that's kind of how it acts. But in Rogue One, they just ignored it and went with it anyway. And you know, good job they did. Good job. What is she proposing? Yeah, <laughs> what is she proposing? Shut up, mate. Is that um, even the, that's the only thing about our film. I think that's the one thing about our film. I think why did they just not think to like maybe maybe we'll just mute that bit on the final cut because it's, so, it's a bit nah. cheesy in it. What is she proposing? Nah. Clearly, nah. she's proposing we attack. What do you the, think? The, the, the empire. Yeah, let's all go to the pub. That's what I she's saying. We need to go to you Scarif. The, the plans are there. We need to attack Scarif and steal the plans. What is she trying to say? Uh. 
So a bit louder for the <laughs> goon at the back there. Um, oh, mate, uh, the, the prequel uh, era was it's so rich with lore. And the, the Clone Wars only helped that. And we've, we've yeah, said it on true. this show, the Clone Wars, when it's good, was unreal. When it wasn't, it was like D-Squad and things like that, the Joy Squad and uh, Meba Gascon. Uh, but just, just that one episode, I keep going back to it, but the more I think about it, that episode, heroes on both sides, the Senate, the Senate made it illegal for a senator to meet with a separatist because they thought it would legitimize their claim. Ahsoka right. thought that the separatists were evil, she had, but she hadn't met any before. And then when she met Lux and fancied him, um, she realized they're not so bad. He too realized that actually maybe the Jedi aren't so bad. Um, yeah. the, in the Senate, they called a separatist animals. And uh, as, at the end of the episode, Ahsoka, she even says, you know, I now realise that the politics of this war aren't as black and white as I thought, which is a good lesson as well. But it's just, it wasn't just oh, like separatist bad, republic good. There's you know, there's fra- there's blurring of the lines, and you know, not everyone's in it for bloodshed. You know, not everybody wants to actually be in this. Some people have been dragged into it because they didn't want to be. Um, others probably did want to be, like Newt Gunray, who had so much control because of his position within the council and the financial side, and the banks deregulate the banks they make billions of credits for themselves but um i guess on face value you can look at the separatists and in the films and think yeah the separatists were clearly set up to be the bad guys again dooku gunray grievous be all being played by palpatine as well but beneath that no beneath that it was just people who wanted to have you know lower taxes because they're not having to fund you know galactic change maybe a bit of a free market i don't know but there's, I I don't think there was uh, an awful lot wrong with the separatist ideology or the confederacy's ideologies. Mm. It just got it just got skewed a little bit towards the end. And when you've got someone like Dooku leading you, it's easy to see how people would want to join up with him. You know, he's, he was once of the Jedi Order. It's Sir and, Christopher Lee. And let's not let's not forget. Like maybe we should be doing an, a whole episode on Count Dooku, you know. But um, I think we mentioned a bit about something about Dooku as well, like uh, to do an episode on him because there's, there's a lot to talk about with Dooku. Because I don't think he's straight up evil. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think he quite is. And I do feel that uh, one criticism of the Clone Wars is I feel like that it, it, the, the the Dooku in the Clone Wars feels and even sometimes looks like a different dooku to what we actually get in in the prequel trilogy i don't know i think maybe he has a i I, I don't know i think he's complicated we need to do some research we need to go to the uh jedi archives and do some research it's not in the jedi archive it does not exist it doesn't yet shut up shut up whatever (laughs) her face is joe castanew yeah, Joe Castanu. We love no, her, really. No, Dukes is Dukes is great. I mean, they had the Dooku. I always get this wrong. Dooku Jedi Lost book, which a lot of people is a screenplay type. It's an audio book, actually. First audio book original in canon, which is very good. And that got that got well received because it did an awful lot for his character because it was set before the prequel trilogy. Basically, it's him and Sifo Dyas, you know, growing up together, and we found out more about his planet and. He, and the, the Dooku family and all that and how he kind of became manipulated and that. If anyone, if you like reading or listening, Dooku Jedi Lost, I would very much recommend that. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. Master and Apprentice, which is set before the Fat and the Menace, which is Qui-Gon and Kenobi. 
that's also got a bit about uh, Count Dooku because obviously it was uh, Qui Gon's master. So there's a lot about there's a lot to lot to like about the story of Dooku. I mean, you could probably go to Wikipedia and just read the whole thing, and it's, it's very look, interesting. Look, look, do yourself a favor and get a picture of Joe Castanew and put it next to Snoke, and tell me there's not something there. <laughs> That's, yeah, right. okay, done. Yeah. As it, you know, I'm trying to think of a first order pun, but uh, something to do with <laughs> so, if it's not here. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if it's not here, it does not exist. That's um, it. We can, we can track it through hyperspace. Well, I've checked the first order archives. If it's not there, it does not exist. Yeah, have the exactly. The string. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Can you he hear me? Uh, Matty boy, were the separatists right? I think at the heart of the separatist or as a confederacy, the CIS's ideologies and desires, I think they, I think they, they had the best intentions of their own systems at heart. The problem is that could have been skewered. Obviously, you know, some people probably would have liked to have like may- maybe made like slavery legal in their planet. That's obviously not good, but they would have been allowed to do it. But I think what their general idea, I don't think there's anything wrong. How they were swayed and manipulated, of course, the separatists as we know them uh, in the war. No, of course they weren't right. Fighting a war is never right. But at the heart of it, mate, I don't think the separatist movement was overly evil but what about yourself um yeah i i i really think the clone wars kind of shed some light here i i don't think Mm. the um, to 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 be honest i don't think the separatists were right but also i don't think the republic was right either yeah that's my answer (laughs) none of them were right none of them were the right side um and i i suppose you just have to look at individual cases and see that may, maybe the Republic uh, clone troopers treated civilians a bit better, you know, just stuff like that. But it's hard to tell. You know, we've only seen a small scope of the actual Clone Wars. We've only seen a smidge of it. Um, yeah. it it's such a huge, huge galactic battle. But ultimately, mate, boy, what does sway me a little bit, you know, mate, is that, I don't know, the Separatists did have the techno union. So... <laughs> and, uh, and after all... It was Palpatine all along. Hi, this is Kira from Star Trek Sundays, and you're listening to the Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. 
One thing the separatists did like to do is talk properly, but they also liked to have a couple of beers, which is exactly what we're going to do now. Each week, we we stop off the Essex Falcon right here outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, let's do it, sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink, drink. Each week, we sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week... We wanted to know what your thoughts on the separatists are and their motives. Yes, absolutely. And to kick us off is our boy James T. 2006, who said, I think they weren't all bad. The separatist leaders were but the episode of the Clone Wars. Friends and enemies blurred the line between good and bad in the separatists. Great, great comment there, nice Jamesy one, boy. Uh, and to carry us on is this legend all the way from across the pond, uh, Lara Myleroon, who sent us this spicy voice message. Let's hear it. Hey guys, it's Commander Meiluron here. I really love this question because it is one with many answers. Right and wrong can be very relative concepts, and I think that the systems that joined the Separatist Alliance did it with good reason. I can understand wanting to leave the Republic's bureaucracy, red tape, and corruption behind and just being free to manage your own affairs internally. I think that the idea behind the Separatist state is appealing and that they really could have coexisted peacefully with the Republic if the systems weren't just pawns in Sidious' master plan. Thank you guys so much. Stay spicy. Stay... Laura, stay spicy indeed. We love it. We love a balanced answer. Yes. We love it. We love to hear we it, do. don't we, mate, boy? We do, Laura. She loves a Jaffa cake. Thank you so much for sending that message yeah. through. And it is it is great. Like I said, if they don't, there is context to that. If they had just learnt to what? coexist, why can't we be friends? Then maybe things wouldn't have been quite as bad. Yes, we have to take the fact that Palpatine was behind the whole thing. Uh, we have to obviously take that into the account, but at the heart of it, they wanted peace. Yeah, exactly. And just to expand on the Jaffa Cakes thing, shout out to Lara and her other half for um, yes. asking recommendations on British snacks. And they went to a British snack aisle in like some shop out in the States or something. And uh, yeah, they've, 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 they've been enjoying the prawn cocktail walkers, mate. You know, and good, Jaffa cakes. Good lads, good lads. And I even said, look, get a hobnob. They got a pack of hobnobs. So I went, get your hobnob. Oh, dunk it. Dunk it into a hot drink, coffee, tea, whatever you want. Dunk it. And then it, oh, mate, so good. So good. So good. <laughs> yes, it is. I did see that. So, yeah, congratulations on your first um, hobnob dunking. It won't be a last one either, I imagine. So thank you very much for that, Lara and James. Uh, moving on to some more written ones. Our friend from Star Wars Life that Johnny Orm, said, I think the basis of the separatist movement was fundamentally correct due to the corruption in the Senate. I agree. However, Sidious used them to his advantage and manipulated it, so Dooku became their leader, putting his plan for the Clone Wars into action. Yes, Johnny. Newbold! Mark Newbold said, <laughs> without Palpatine yeah. weaponizing both sides, it would likely have gone to the Senate for discussion and a peaceful compromise found. They certainly had a point, though, in a free galaxy. Uh, again, Mark, fully on board with that. And we also had this voice message from the legend Adrian Chorley. The Republic was, in its purest sense, a force for good. 
From what we have seen, it was never perfect, but that is a fact of any system of governance. The separatists were ultimately manipulated in the grand game of the Sith. They believed that there were legitimate reasons for wanting to break away, but had the Sith not been corrupting the Republic, those reasons would simply not have existed. Additionally, most if not all of the separatist leadership we've seen were shown to be self-serving, greedy and brutal in a manner not seen amongst those who continued to back the Republic. To my mind, the motivations of the separatist movement were never pure, no matter the faults of the Republic, and so, irrespective of how the Republic fell, they were not a movement to be sympathised with. Adrian bringing a nice different take there, as he always has a good take, but basically the corruption within the Republic grew is where the separatists grew from. So without the corruption, there would be no separatists. However, at the same time, does that make the separatists a party worth sympathising with? No, says Adrian. That's a good shout, mate. That is a really, really cool take. And once again, you know, this is the beauty of the Bantina. Now, again, all of these um, opinions, you know, special shout out to uh, Mark. New board, new board, body, board, board. Sausage roll. So we are meeting up for a fat off sausage roll. Yes, we are. That's it. That's it. End the podcast. Forget it. I just want to go have a sausage roll with Mark Newbold. <laughs> yeah. Who would Like Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? There's three of us here. Yeah, oh, that's true. We did a steak bake. Steak yeah. bake. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, so or an good. apple Danish. Oh, love it. Love it. Where were we? Adrian, great point. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is yeah. that, oh, I thought we were going to the Patreon. Oh, God, let play the Patreon rap. Come on. Play the rap. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. We appreciate each and every one of them. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. Um, best part of the Bantina is the spiciest part of the show. Uh, the Patreon questions. Yeah. Uh, to start us off, it is a spicy number, Matty boy. Shall we? Shall we hear it? Let's do it. Shall we now? Let's do it. <laughs> Hello Broby One and Brobeffet. We have seen a lot of different weapons in Star Wars, from whips in Rebels to Gatling guns in Mando. One of my favorites is the shotgun used by Michael Bean's character in The Mandalorian. If you were a bounty hunter, which one would be your weapon of choice? You get to have two because we all know, bounty hunting is a complicated profession, don't you agree? Stay spicy guys. The Belgian yes. Bond. Belgian Bond. Oh, did you get it? Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for sending that in, Vadim, you naughty boy. Dimsky on Instagram. He's an absolute king. We love him. Uh, Matty boy, there's a special little bounty hunting question for us there. Uh, do you want to kick us off, mate? Um, yeah, man. Right, obviously, I, I, I want... Uh, the the Mandalorian Dinjarin, his rifle, the one that uh, the one that disintegrates people. I'd have that. Is what I'd have if I could. If I could have any any. Well, what the first weapon would be 
would be that one because just imagine that. Let's see the absolute carnage he was um, throwing out on Navarro, knocking out those Tuscan Raiders. And when our boy um, Gecko and the rest of them were padding pinned down uh, in Navarro, mate, that was that's that was one of my favourite new new weapons. That is simply because just how like how like chaotic it is. So I'd have that. Uh, I'd also have in talking about that. I'd also have Cad Bane. It's a nice hat. I'd have his double L thirty blaster pistols because how cool would you look whipping those bad boys out? Do a little Django Fett spin, pew pew, um, and that Cad Bane sounded cooler than that when he made a noise. But and I'd also no, have his didn't. hat as well. He oh, didn't. Well, okay, thank you, mate. And his hat. It's a nice hat. Um, and <laughs> and I'd also hat. If, if we're having weapons. Um, also, maybe sorry, Bosk's rifle. Bosk's rifle is a beast. But a thermal detonator, a thermal detonator. Again, Battlefront Two. You've got one of those on your team. As soon as you see it, you pull a Bodhi Rook in Rogue One. You just look up and you realise, well, that's the end of me. Then <laughs> you've got no hope. Um, so thermal detonator, Mando's rifle, and Cad Bane's blasters would be my uh, initial weapons of choice. But uh, what about you, mate? Uh, mate, it is a great question. Great, <laughs> great question. I mean, mate, great question. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, so uh, you know General Grievous's uh, bodyguards, the Magna Guards, the IG One Hundred. Yeah. Um, you know they have the Electra staffs. Yeah, mate, one of those bad boys. I love them. Oh, this is how many times nick it, your leg with it. It goes without saying. This is, of course, after me uh getting a gym membership smashing the gym for i don't know 16 months minimum oiled up um i have a headband on and everything got my staff i'm proper oiled up baby oil i'm dench i've got my staff and then i've just got i've got a cheeky i've got a blaster but it's not just any blaster it's the elg 3a blaster pistol which of course um uh, Padme uses in Phantom Menace. Yes, yeah, uh, sleek. proper sleek bad boys. You know, you can't just bowl it around with a Magna Guards Electro Staff. <laughs> Electro Staff. Electro um, Staff. That is in such fact, a cool that will be my name. That will be my name. <laughs> is it? Is it a Marvel comic or am I a Star Wars guy? I don't know. Maybe I'm both. So Electro Mando's big gun was called the Amben Phase Pulse Blaster. So you can be Electro Staff and I can be Amben. That sounds like a comic book run in the making. I'll level it. <laughs> I know. We'll see. We'll go. We'll, we'll go and we'll go and tell that out if anybody wants to do it. Yeah, let's do it, mate. I uh, honestly, let's do it. So, we have a lot of artists that listen to the show. Make it happen. Make Amber, it happen. Amber yeah. and Electro Star. They got to look like us, though. But maybe make yeah, them look well, a yeah, bit cooler. Uh, yeah, and we're both going to be, you know, ripped and that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Make me a couple of inches taller, and I'll. Be- please but yeah on the, that elg give, give mate matt some, a, give matt some like those soles that are huge yeah <laughs> like Doc just give me some just give me some high heels or whatever makes me hot, <laughs> yeah. taller i don't care that gun that padme's gun honestly that is so that is so uh that is so star trek so sci-fi the way that thing mm. looks i love that thing yeah i love it man i love that gun so uh, belgian bond vadim thank you very much every time you send one in please have that music in the background uh each week uh, we also want to hear what you all think as well what would you guys choose as your bounty hunter weapon of choice you get to choose two um, Matt, matty boy just just a quick shout out to my missus who brought me a beer about time from the fridge <laughs> thank yes. you Arlie. say hello 
Hi, guys. <laughs> This is uh, we're in the Bantina at the moment. Do you want to do you want to say anything? We're in the Bantina. Say something at the special. Say something. Say something. What Star Wars been like for you recently? Have you liked the Bad Batch? Um. Well, you always watch it without me, so I haven't really. Well, no, I don't. You know. Naughty boy. No, I don't. Look, he's been he's been rumbled. Thanks. Right. You no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> he's been he's been rumbled. No, no, I don't. Live on air. Oh, no, flipping. But have Sorry, you, you've liked Bad Batch, though, all in all, right? Yeah, yeah, the ones that I've been able to watch. You've watched all <laughs> of them. <laughs> no, Arely, hang on. Have you watched three gold. of them? You uh, watched three yeah. of them, and we watched now, them last night. Now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, forget it, listeners. He's been absolutely forget coated it. off there. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this beer, but, you know, it's bittersweet to you but there we go um oh. that's how we roll at sessions he's he's been uh, absolutely done there well done early early yeah no i don't no i don't yeah, honestly you are no don't <laughs> please don't chat <laughs> please yes. please oh, please miss patterson oh good times <laughs> uh, well yeah if anyone out there also has the oh. same issues where they don't watch the shows with their wife when they should or partner let us know about that as well. So let Luke know he's not the only one, but let us know what your bounty hunter weapons of choice would be. Big boy, Vadim, the Belgian Bond has given you two choices. So hit us up with those and also let us know your answer to the next question, which is from the King of Florida, not Canada, Sunny, Sammy Cudmore. He said, all right, fellas, you are a part of Clone Force 99. What would, what would be your desirable genetic mutations? Would it be strength? brains <laughs> enhanced senses a bigger stomach to handle more sausage rolls anything you want what would they be and why thanks lads nice one sammy so uh, me and luke mm. are officially now the lad batch we're now part of clone force 99 what would be your desirable genetic mutation big man i mean the sausage watching the show with your wife the, yeah <laughs> i think so <laughs> <laughs> I think so. The ability to um, keep her quiet when I've watched shows before her. <laughs> no. um, I don't know. I think the sausage roll thing is obviously a good shout. Um, I like. I, I like the idea of super speed. You know, uh, I think of uh, the um, Qui Gon and Obi Wan running down the hallways of the Trade Federation ship. Uh, never to see that skill in Star Wars again, really. <laughs> I mean, apart from Luke's um, like force speed jump in Empire. Oh yeah, that's true. It doesn't count. Oh yeah, there is that. I think I think I've made that joke before, and I think you've done that reply to that joke before. So you're right. I think that's p- possibly, one. possibly, it's possible, possibly. <laughs> um, right. So no, I I'm actually leaning towards brains. You know, tech. Because tech does like without tech, the Bad Batch would probably be dead by now. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe. What about what about something more fun? What if I had like uh, infrared vision or something? <laughs> Cybernetically <laughs> enhanced see. eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I can see. Someone be like, oh, Luke, what's that over there? I'd be like, oh, it's a DHL van. <laughs> all right oh, on time yeah. <laughs> yes good joke matty boy very good <laughs> very yeah. good you naughty boy you know bow take a bow there the, the you audience bow, 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 bow. they're like Whoa. um yeah i'd probably do the vision thing you know vision what about vision. you matty boy <laughs> what are you good saying shout, ashley vision um 
I would, speaking about those bounty hunter weapons, I'd like to have Sniper Head's ability of just being able to just have like the ultimate aim and shot in the galaxy. Imagine, imagine that being, imagine that as your party trick. It's been able to like, you know, when people put like a can of beans on a log from like 10 yards and shoot it. I'd be like, look at this, like a thousand yards away, bish, bash, bang, shot. Would never use as a harm, of course, but I think that could come in quite handy. Um, usually if there's a war or just to impress people as well. Um, I think, yeah, the enhanced sight would be quite handy. I'd like to have an enhanced brain, uh, like the idea to be able to put some of this, um, the fact that we always use spreadsheets, have that like hardwired into my brain, so like like tech, so I can just be able to calculate the probability of things, the algorithm of things, or even which Greg's has got the best uh, stock, because it's all well and good having a bigger mm-hmm. stomach to fit the sausage rolls in, but if they haven't got the stock there, pointless so sniper abilities or which is kind of enhanced sight as well i guess or enhanced senses um the enhanced brain waves or if you've already picked a bigger <laughs> stomach which i already have is i'd like to have organs made out of iron so i could just drink more beer <laughs> it just wouldn't have any effect That's so uh, good. that could come in handy as well i like that one i like that one and don't forget we're already clones so we're already you know pretty good soldiers yeah, we follow. It's just, you know, do well, do we? Do we follow? Well, you don't, because you don't watch a show with your wife. Follow orders. That's true, actually. That's Good true. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go and remind her that we watched it. Do you know what? Bad Batch uh, premiered on uh, May the 4th. We watched yes. it together then. I'm trying to think. Then the Friday. Well, honestly, honestly yeah, you, you will not only, win this argument. Please don't. It's please only don't. the Friday. It was only the Friday I had to watch it because we had to do the recap. And Mrs. was like, I'm working. And I thought, lame excuse. Dude, you, you, you never fight your wife. You will not. I want to see you again. You don't come out of this alive. Well, we watched it again last night, and it was great fun. She really? and do you know what? She is actually enjoying it, and she's like, "Oh yeah," she's like interacting with the show. Do you yeah, know what I mean? She's like, "Oh," and well, not exactly like that. Just, but <laughs> as she sounds like, "Listen, now, I don't sound like that." <laughs> I'm gonna while I look around see if she's. <laughs> <laughs> like, what she meant to say was this <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but, uh, oh it's all good fun and games but we love man the bantina is so much bants on it so much um, we, we had an fun. extra guest in today we did we did and we heard we so we heard luke floundering which was fantastic so um, i didn't <laughs> i didn't promise uh and i can promise you in the next few episodes we do have some fabulous questions to answer but uh now the bantina Questions, a Patreon question, sorry, for this week. Let us know your answers. Which bounty hunter weapons would you uh, choose if you were a bounty hunter? And if you were an enhanced clone, what would your genetic mutations be? We'd love to know. The odder, the better. But thank you, everyone, who sent in uh, comments and uh, voice messages for the Bantina. For those we didn't get to, uh, we will endeavour to get to you in future weeks. But if you want to hear, see what everyone's written, check out our socials and you'll see some great, great, great conversations and some great points there. But for this week in the Bantina, that's going to be it. Barman, sorry about the mess. But we'll be back again this time next week for another show in the Bantina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game!
<laughs> that is right. It's another week. It's another Star Wars Sessions game. To end off the show, we play a cheeky game every week, and this week it's my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready to play this week's game? Ready and anxious. Okay. All right. Let me let me set let me uh, let me set the um the no what what is it? Let me scene the sentence. Let me set the set, set the, the scene. Set the tone. Set the set ambiance. The, set the scenes. That's it. Set the tones. Yeah. Okay. The scenes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> um. Right. Okay. okay. So we're in a room. Yep. It. It. it what's that smell? It smells like. Oh. It smells like Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And you see a handsome, chiseled, beautiful, oiled up man sitting on a chair. You've read my diary. Next to to him is a guy in Mandalorian armor. Don't know what he's doing there. In fact, I think he's quite useless at a lot of things, but whatever. (laughs) Apparently his son's quite the uh, quite the catch. <laughs> but anyway, he comes out and he says it. He goes, now is the time, my friends. This is the moment when you have to decide between the Republic or the Confederacy of Independent Systems. <sighs> now, you have friends sitting at the table next to you, Matty Boy. And... They're talking and they're saying stuff and you're just there. You're just there in the background. And then you go back to your, to your flat on Geonosis because you've got one there. Why not? It's sunny. Of course. Uh, go there in the winter. Or now, to be honest, without <laughs> going mental. Um, and you've had a few beerios and you've had a night's sleep. And then you go up and you, 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 you wake up and you look down at the arena and there's just loads of dead droids and clones everywhere. And you're like, hang on, what's that? And what's a clone? <laughs> um, <laughs> who are these guys and dead Jedi and you think what's gone on here an inspector comes to you and says um, Mr Hudson and you reply yes <laughs> Mr Hudson we, we need your help with what went down last night we're investigating okay. the scenes can you remember who was at the table last night and can you remember what they said there was a guy who was very handsome, very chiselled, oiled up. If I if I remember, I didn't look too closely, but mm-hmm, it was a mm-hmm. very slick yeah. brand on him. Uh, we'd had a couple of Kef beers that what night. Brand? And right, hang what, on, what brand? What brand? It was a uh, Utapal's finest um, brand of beer. So we'll, it was a uh, it was Younglings. Uh, that was very nice <laughs> beer. There is a beer called what? that, isn't there? But it's a beer mm. called Younglings. Oh yeah, um, is there? Yeah, there's a meme about it which is hilarious, but. Um, so, so yeah, we'd had a couple of uh, couple of pints of younglings, and uh, <laughs> there we is were, a youngling bit, Yeah, there, there's, if right. you Google "Attack of the Clones Younglings" meme, it's fantastic. Or "Return right. to the Sith." Um, yeah, we'd had a couple of uh, yeah, a couple of younglings, and um, we were we we're talking about the the merits of the the CIS and the Republic, and which one which one was the best to to side with, and then it stopped, then, then, then 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 something kicked off in the background, and it must have led to this. Like pit of death yeah yeah pit of death is about right mr hudson uh can you remember any of the names of the people at the table at the time no. other than the oiled up handsome man there was a well there was 
one guy who was very handy to throw down. I don't want to give his name away too much, so I'll just call him Alex J. He seemed to be cruising <laughs> for a fight, and he's, he may have caused an awful lot of this kerfuffle. Mm, now, I'm looking at the uh, CCTV, and I can't see anyone called Alex J. <laughs> but uh, can you remember any of the other people on the table or what they said? <laughs> it was a, a long-necked fellow from Camino. Uh, they seem they seem quite interested in mm, my don't think there are any Kevin Owens there. Don't think there are any Kevin Owens there. <laughs> oh um, no! Oh, I think too many Kevins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've explained the game properly. The game is right. You know, there's the um, right. So pause. Hang on. Stop the music. <laughs> the game. The game is that we. You know, there's that scene in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and. Dooku's at the table and he says that dialogue and there's all the separatist leaders around them. The yeah. game is you just have to try and remember who they are or what they oh, said. I thought, I thought it was role-playing. Okay. <laughs> it, um, it kind of was, but I just set the scene slightly differently. So, right, they, but, well, who were um, they? Uh, anyway, anyway, play, right, okay, resume the music. Okay. Resume the music. Oh. <clears throat> so, was... yes, uh, Mr. Hudson, do, do you remember anyone else uh, around that table? Uh, other than uh, Alex J, there was a, a chap with with a metal bucket on his head who was mm. who kept mm-hmm. I, I could hear in his ears he had this kind of industrial music coming out of it said he was from the techno union um, yes. what tambor it was his name um, I, I do yes what tambor yeah okay and and uh, he was playing boy. music was he techno music it came out of his ears it's really strange catchy that though. is strange um, that is strange was, uh, and and what did he say what what any any words did he say anything do you <laughs> I can't remember what he said in. in- wrong. All right, no, fair enough. Um, but, uh, I, do you remember any other people? There was there was a, a guy with wings. He'd been on the Red Bull, I believe, because he couldn't. He had gave him wings and he couldn't talk. He's just going. <coughs> he seemed to be fairly mm. high up. He was called um, uh, Poggle the Lesser, I believe his name was. Geonosian chap, nice guy. Was he called Poggle the Lesser? Yeah. He was, yes. I think oh, we know the people. <laughs> we know, we know the one. We, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. that, you know that. A guy. Ocean. a Gian Ocean. Yes, that's it. Gian Ocean, uh, a, a, a tall fellow with a exceptional beard and wonderfully well spoken. Mm. Uh, um, not English from Coruscant, I imagine, or Sereno. Uh, he called himself count dooku but i'm not sure yes, about his that's first name oiled, or surname that's, that's the oiled up one i think ah, yes that would be him now i know who he is yeah, I can he find was more about oiled, him. actually not everyone could tell but he was he was oiled up he was, he was, ex- he was extremely oiled up there was uh <laughs> there was a guy with a long face i think he was a moon i think he was uh, m-u-u-n but I, I can't remember his name now he was uh one of the banking fellows Ah, banking fellow. And did he say anything? Was he in support of of the arrangement? He he loved it. I believe he was he was all for mm. it as long as he could make money out of it. I see. That must be Sand Hill. Yeah, well, he he he's uh, a suspect on our list. Has good, been for good. a while. Yeah, do you remember any more? Uh, was was oh, there anyone anyone from the Commerce Guild present? Uh. Probably. <laughs> There's probably someone there from the Commerce Guild. <laughs> Gunray was there. We all know Viceroy Gunray. <gasps> Who? That, that, that snivelling slime. Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray? 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, we can put that in post. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, we know the one. He is very That's naughty. Right. He's very, very naughty. He's yeah, a naughty boy, was, and he needs um, to report back for um, uh, what's it called? Bail. He skipped bail. <laughs> um Combat Skills fellow was there. Who did we mention in the episode earlier on? Uh, I'm trying to think who else we mentioned. Uh, we mentioned a banking clan, yep. Uh, we mentioned the technos and the trades. There was, um, there was like a, oh, what are those things called? The ones that live underwater, the ugly ones. Um, uh, the ones that the Mon Cala don't like. One of them. Oh, the ones yes. that knock Baby Yoda into the water in the future. That's um, right, yeah. Quarren. Yeah. The Quarren. Were there, were there Quarren there? I'm sure there's a Quarren geezer there. Well, even even if there are, there, there's a guy in orange there as well, I think. Um, but either way, I think we've got enough information. <laughs> I, think, I think we're just going to arrest everyone on our list, to be honest. What about the Kaminoan? Was, was, did they get away? <laughs> the Kaminoans, uh, no, I'm pretty sure they weren't there. Um, the Kaminoans. I'm pretty sure they're in Camino, you know, just necking necking their uh, martinis because they've just won a huge contract. I'm sure that will be. Uh, I'm sure that that will that will continue throughout the years. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Good job. Um, <laughs> that's it, mate boy. Well done. You yes! survived the game. And dare I say, um, was it 100? percent Well, no, probably not. But it was real close. Well done, mate boy. <laughs> We've got Poggle the Lesser as well, so come on, that's got to be worth something. No, that is very good. I didn't have that written down, funnily enough, but um, it didn't come up. Oh, no, he is Poggle, yeah. I'm glad Poggle. you actually had them written down. Weren't just, weren't just like riffing it off the top of your head? Poggle the Lesser. No, well, they're, they're all, all the culprits, you know, you've got Shumai, uh, Passel Argent, um, who's the orange guy. He's dressed all in. San Hill, the banker. Uh, shout out to Shumai who said, the Commerce Guilds do not at this time wish to become openly involved, but we shall support you in secret and look forward to doing business with you. The script goes on to say, there are chuckles around the table. (gasps) Count Dooku smiles and he says, that is all we ask. Classic Dooku. <laughs> Classic Duke moustache twirling Dooku. Yeah. Um, no, that's all we ask. <laughs> we don't want to get in the war, but we'll do it behind everyone's back. Yeah. That happens in real life, mate. Yeah, it it I mean? really so, does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so good. But that's it. That is this week's game. Game. Lukey boy, thank you very much for uh, trying to get me to remember the names of obscure tertiary I know. Characters. It's harsh. It was harsh. No. We got, was... I, we got a couple of them, though. <laughs> We've got a yeah. couple of them. I'm happy with that. Uh, well, that is that then for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. Episode 115. What a great discussion. Let us know what you think about the Separatists and whether we, we whether we whether you agree with us or disagree with us. Let us know. Keep it civil. However, the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We'll be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Uh, drop us a voice note or an email. We love getting those. Uh, send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. 
We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Podcasts, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're on there. So if you do have a spare minute or two, please consider throwing us a review over there as well. Five stars really helps us out. It helps get more and more people listening. We get more and more of that wonderful engagement, which we live for each week. Yes, absolutely. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your separatist neighbour. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier, the castle spicier. And tell Nank Tun, one of the aides who was in that scene in Attack of the Clones, that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke, watch the bad match with your wife. Yeah. (laughs) No, I didn't. Luke. (laughs) Don't cuckoo. Essex-based podcast heroes. And you're sounding like a separatist. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>